Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst in The Jinx. Now the person responsible for that moment, Sereb Kaufman, stepson of the victim, friend of the murderer, star of the documentary, for the first time ever, shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes. Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Acclaimed spiritual medium and popular author Carol Obley has been the bridge between heaven and earth in more than 14,000 group and individual readings. Names, descriptions of loved ones, personalities, and uncanny validating details, as well as grief support, teachings about the afterlife are typically delivered in her readings as well. An advanced intuitive, she also regularly delivers specific practical guidance and readings about many life issues, including relationships, business, and spirituality. In addition to maintaining a private practice in mediumship nationally, she presents seminars and workshops in person and through online teaching. She has taught many workshops at Lilydale, New York, which happens to be the largest U.S. center for spiritualism in the world. Carol, welcome back. Good evening, George. And how are you? I'm very well. Thank you for having me. That's great. And Wisdom from the Spirit World, how's that book doing? It came out a couple of years ago. It did. Uh, it continues to do well, as uh, my other books, too. And uh, I've done many media interviews on it. Uh, the most important thing, I think, with writing is to know that it's serving people, it's helping people, and especially uh, from what we've gone through uh, recently and during the whole pandemic. You know, when I was oh writing God. Wisdom from the Spirit World, I had no idea that um, it would be a resource or, you know, what was really going to happen and it coincided with that time in which we were all kind of really shaken and people's lives were transformed. Um, so again, that's sort of, you know, my following my direction of my own soul uh, in trusting that what I was writing in some way was going to be useful for people. Do you sense things are getting better, Carol? I don't know. Uh there's always, you know, the the 
the, the voice of the soul directing us, but it's our doggone personalities that get in the way of things. Um, I absolutely know uh, in my heart that we are evolving, but we can also devolve. And we're sort of on that precipice of, you know, which direction are we, are we going to head? Which direction are we going to go? Uh, but I have ultimate faith that we are going to uh, transcend the, the problems, the issues, the division uh, that we find ourselves in. Carol, let's go back to the beginning of your career, how this all started for you. What happened? Well, you know, I've spoken about this many times. Uh, I, I had something pretty awful happen, and that was a fire and it burned me out of, it literally picked me up, uh, burned me out of my old life. And there was that interim, uh, you know, of not knowing what direction am I going to go into. Yeah. And that's when everything changed. That's when there was sort of this intervention of my own soul through other people and directing me to take training, um, and particularly in mediumship and healing. And unless we trust that, and at the time, I, I, you know, it took me some effort to really be able to trust that. That set me squarely on the pathway of my life's purpose, my calling. I think if one is called to do this sort of work in being serving as a medium, and a writer that you you evolve towards that you know that and that kind of consciousness will find you you don't really go out and find it and if that is you know if you have to be taken off the pathway that you're on that's exactly what happens and that's what happened to me so it wasn't all a bed of roses i always say that the spiritual pathway is not a bed of roses it's difficult, it involves some trauma, and importantly, really letting go of our own beliefs of what you know we've been told or what we've been indoctrinated with, and finding that calling within. It doesn't just have to be anything you know with mediumship, but anything that we are doing in life, uh, we're called to it by the voice of our own soul. How many uh, readings have you done now, do you think, in your career? Well, you know, I use 14,000. I calculated that by how many I do per month. Uh, but it's probably more than that. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I've done many years of media. I started here, uh, I'm near Pittsburgh, so KDKA Radio, first radio station in, in the United States way back from the 1920s. I was on there for uh, many years, not that early, but um, three different hosts on there, and then all different types of radio. So I include that as well. Uh, so, yes, thousands, thousands. Did you? Is there a common denominator with all these readings that you've done? Is there something that seems to pop up all the time? Yeah, people asking 
what is my purpose? That is the million-dollar question. I've been asked that more than anything else. And also, because I do so much mediumship, it's really about what happens after we die. People ask that, or how can I connect with my loved one? What's the technique to be able to do that? Those are all very common questions. What is the soul's consciousness, Carol? You know, George, it's very, very different than our rational mind. It's eternal. It's indestructible. It's expansive. And importantly, it exists beyond time and space. And it's unlimited. Uh, Whereas our rational mind is only sees that linear direction, uh, the soul does not operate in that fashion. It operates with all potential. And the key is to tune into that and away from our own beliefs. Beliefs imply, I think that that is true, or that's what has kind of been hammered into me or by my family or by society or things, you know, by religion or what I've read. Whereas the soul's consciousness is much, much larger than any belief that we can have in our rational mind. Are we the soul or is the soul us? We are the Well, it depends what you mean by we. The true essence, the authentic part of us, uh, that is the soul. That is the part of us. That is the energy. I, know, I hate to use that term because it's been so misused, so overused. But the English language is, is kind of bereft of you know, a way to describe what, what that is. We can't hold the soul in our hand. We can't look and point to it. So it's consciousness that will survive this physical world. And that is of great comfort to people to really understand that and to really know, and not know intellectually, but know in our hearts that we are beyond death, that we exist beyond that, we will most assuredly continue on after we drop the physical body. So, yes, it's our, it's our true self. It's our real, with a capital R, self. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. 
Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst in The Jinx. Now, the person responsible for that moment, Sereb Kaufman, stepson of the victim, friend of the murderer, star of the documentary, for the first time ever, shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes. Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I was thinking about you coming on today. I'm saying to myself, oh, she's a great guest. This is going to be great. I'm looking forward to this. Who, Who was that little thing in my head that was saying that to me? Is that part of the soul? Is that is that the brain? There's there's like a little person in your brain talking to you. We all do this every day. What is that? It's called, you know, I, I'm a student of, uh, I've read uh, a lot and studied a lot of Eckhart Tolle's uh, works, and uh, he wrote A New Earth, Finding Our Life's Purpose and the Power of Now and so forth. He calls it the voice in the head. And I agree with that because haven't you noticed that it's incessant? It's, it's, it's constantly you know, oh, talking to us. Never stops. Operating, never stops. What most people have trouble with is transcending that. And the second thing most people have uh, issues with is discerning the voice in the head from the voice of the soul. And that's something that, you know, throughout the years... I've taught intuition development and mediumship development. Intuition is the voice of the soul. And every single person has intuition. And so do animals. So do animals. Uh, So it's that part of us that is beyond, or I should say higher, higher than uh, the voice in the head. Animals may be even better than us. You know, I I really consider them, I, I know some people are, are probably going to balk at what I'm going to say, but 
I truly consider animals uh, superior uh, because they don't have an ego or, you know, that that rational mind like we do that's that's judging all the time or, you know, uh, you know, having beliefs and so forth. They they operate either by instinct or which is for for survival or through intuitive means. And there's sort of this group consciousness that animals operate with. It's fascinating. And it's it's an unconscious or unspoken language that is transmitted energetically between members of that species. So, you know, it's kind of like... You know, it's that form of communication coming from the soul of the animal. So I really do uh, believe that they are uh, higher than us as far as their consciousness. I know that some people think, well, you know, we're here to dominate them. And I I absolutely have not witnessed that. Uh, I really have seen that they operate on a much higher level than we do. Why don't we always act on that little voice we hear in our head that nine out of ten times is probably correct, if not ten out of ten, but a lot of us don't act on it. We don't listen to it. Well, it's this, it's this little thing called trust. Trust is the number one obstacle that most people um, allow to get in the way. In other words, doubts, doubt that what we're being told from that higher source, uh, well, I can't really prove that, so, you know, I'm going to go with my rational mind. That is the number one obstacle also to intuition development. That's right. And we doubt it. They're making it up. They're making it up. That's right. It's not real. It's not going to happen. Something. And nine out of ten times it is real, and it does happen, and you always kick yourself going... What a shoulda. That's it. That's it. I, I've done that. You've done it. Uh, most people that I talk with, uh, you know, with when I do private readings and when I teach and so forth, um, almost all of them say that, it, you know, I, I want to learn how to do this and how to follow that and follow my instinct. So in a way, I mean, we we have that instinct as well, you know, just like animals do, for preservation. Our instinct is really, though, a little bit different in that it's leading us to contribute to the world, to leave the world a better place. That's the soul's desire to serve. That's the soul saying, there's something more here than the little you. The the big you has come here for a purpose that is greater than your rational mind can really perceive. Does the soul, Carol, ever let us down? I haven't seen that. I I have not seen that. Now if you're if you're speaking of are there are there issues and challenges and troubles and, you know, obstacles, yes, that we have to overcome? 
I believe that, yes, those are evolutionary pathways because we have this thing, you know, called karma, which is just cause and effect, that we've come here also to work out. So, you know, in in many ways, that presents challenges. So I think it's our own self, our own rational self, our own personality that lets us down. And so that's why it's not a good thing to follow. What we really need to follow is that gut uh, speaking to us, the the intuitive part of ourself. And that gut, is it us from within, or is there an outside source, a helper, that just passes these things on to us? Well, you know, we, you know, we have spirit teams or spirit guides, those souls who have really agreed to help us prior to coming into physical incarnation. Uh, We sat with them. We talked with them about what our plans were. I call those blueprints. And so it's sort of a design for living. And so they are helpers. However, the soul being all-knowing and expansive and unlimited is really, you know, that that's the direction. Now, there's the infinite field of consciousness of which, you know, we are sort of a subset of that. Our, our soul is sort of the, you know, the, the circle that overlaps that, you know, or intersects with that large field of consciousness, which some people call God. I call that spirit. Uh, it's the same thing. You can call it higher consciousness. Uh, but it's really, we are that. We, we are that. And we contain that within us. Why are some people, Carol, better at this than others? Because there is a predisposition. You know, this is this, meaning this lifetime, this segment of time whether that's five years or 105 years that we're here on the physical plane or in a physical body. Um, we all come here. I, I like to say, yes, the infant that comes in, that, that the soul that comes into the body of that little infant is relatively pure, but there are also predispositions that we bring with us. If you look at... For example, I'm very studied in astrology as well as mediumship. Right, right. You can see those in the birth chart. And you can look at those and say, hmm, there's something here that I did before that is not only something I, I might have to balance or heal, but something that I'm skilled at. Pops right but, out on you, doesn't it? Yeah, something that comes to me very, very naturally. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst in The Jinx. Now, the person responsible for that moment, Sereb Kaufman, stepson of the victim, friend of the murderer, star of the documentary, for the first time ever, shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes. Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.